Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Well, we are back again, episode three. Here we are. Get on with it. Let's get on with it. So uh, thank you for all those who have been following us and um, yeah, been listening so far. But again, just to reiterate, our mission, why are we here? Why are we doing this podcast? There is a big issue going on in Cornwall with housing. There's a big housing crisis. We are wanting to try and tackle that housing crisis, aren't we, James? Absolutely. And just want to say a big thank you as well for all the lovely feedback we've had back from many, many people. And uh, it's really nice to have uh, your support. So thank you once again. Yeah, 100%. So again, this is um, our market update and our property picks episode so this is we are going to give you a little bit updates with regards to what's been in the news property related wise um we nationally locally and then we're going to pick out our top vacant empty derelict properties whether it be commercial and one residential for you guys to just to get some ideas on how you can be a part of this and help this crisis um or tackle this crisis with us essentially absolutely so i'm gonna hit us off james i'm gonna hit us off there's well we've had recently uh the rent reform bill essentially the housing reform bill has been brought back up in the news so this is something that's been spoken about for a a few years now it went a bit quiet obviously with covid understandably but now it's been brought back up in discussion so essentially the things that the housing minister has brought up there's two main topics that were highlighted in the rent reform bill and that was registration so landlord register so a national register there all private landlords have to be on a register so we already have something similar for hmos so if you're not familiar with what HMO is, HMO is a house of multiple occupancy. So it's where three or more people from separate households live in one home or one dwelling. So that's seen as called a HMO. Now, when you have a HMO with more than five people living in that dwelling, you have to have a license on it. So you've got to hit certain regulations and compliance. Now, landlords have to register for a license. So that's how the government or the, the council, your local council, it's normally quite area specific. Mm. They have to get all the details for that that landlord, they then regulate it. So, for example, um, the council will come into the property, they would inspect it, check it's up to regulations and making sure that you're adhering to fire regs, electrical safety regs, things like that, making sure it's compliant and safe for the tenants. And that is just how you get your licensing and it has to be renewed on a five-year basis. So they are trying to do this now on a national basis, but on everything. So a private landlord register. So, again, what what are your thoughts on that, James? How do you feel about that one? welcomed yeah i think it is i think it's going to do wonders for the industry i think it's quite good that things are becoming a little bit more regulated because you know it's just to filter out those landlords that are you know i hate to say it quite rogue Mm. uh you know at the end of the day it is the service industry we are providing homes for people to live in and i think the uh you know the landlords have a duty of care to look after these people so i think a register will put some form of you know that landlords are doing things correctly which is important yeah i think on the contrary you could argue that well the problem is all the good landlords were the ones that sign up for sure it's all the the problem or the rogue, as you said, um, landlords that are going to keep getting under under the radar. They're the ones that really these sort of things are being mm. aimed at, trying to bring these properties back up to standards. But I suppose it then comes back down to the the onus on the tenants to to speak out a little bit more as well. But the aim is to get properties to a good enough standard, safe mainly standard, uh, to be rented to the private market. Yeah, I think overall it's a good thing, personally. Yeah, agreed. And then the other um, section that was mentioned in the housing by the housing minister in this reform bill was the idea of a lifetime deposit scheme. So at the moment, tenants, if you're going for a, a tenancy, they have to pay a deposit with generally a first month's rent up front. 
then when you come to the end of that tenancy, you're obviously going to try and either hopefully buy your own home or you've got to go to a new rental. You've got to then fork out that money again to get the deposit and your first month's rent for the new new place Mm. you're looking at. So that's quite a hindrance for some people and actually can put people off because you can potentially pay up to six weeks worth of rent as a deposit. So the aim is then that what they're trying to look at here um, is the idea that you've got a, a lifetime deposit scheme. So you haven't got to re-save that deposit for a new tenancy. You could then potentially transfer it across. So again, there's going to be a lot of things that need to be ironed out. I can see already, you can already see some issues there potentially, James. No, again, not necessarily. Just again, the idea is simply what we want is to make these tenants make it more streamlined really isn't it to get into new tenancies because at the minute there's a lot of problems and issues with money saving up money to get these new deposits up so the idea is that we can hopefully help that with a a lifetime deposit scheme you think that's a good idea i think it's a very good idea because uh, you know people aren't absolutely loaded at the moment it's been Mm. a very tough year and you know for people waiting to get into property if they're lucky enough to find a place especially in uh, cornwall as we know you know it's like 100 people to one uh, property at the moment if you've got you know, I say a thousand pounds deposit, you know, people just don't have that disposable income just sat in the bank, like ready to go. So I think, again, overall, it's gonna be a really good thing. And, you know, good for people to, you know, get on the housing ladder. For sure. And again, just to reiterate, guys, so those of you listening, this is not something that's coming in right away. This is something that's been spoken about for a few years. Now, they're just bringing it back up doesn't mean it's going to be coming in. All they're saying is that these are the things they're going to discuss next year. So in 2022, these are the topics that they want to discuss as part of the housing minister's um, reform bill. So again, those are little things that I wanted to bring your attention to. But now James, as our finance guru, um, he's a man who who knows his numbers. So James, the topic that caught your eye. Yeah, it's, uh, well, firstly, as always, you know, you should always seek professional advice when uh, sorting out finance for properties. But everybody knows it's been an extremely difficult past year uh, for getting finance from lenders. Uh, Once upon a time, it was very, very easy uh, with the criteria that you needed. Uh, But now there's some really good rates out there, but there's so much ticks in boxes that, you know, investors, uh, people trying to get on the housing ladder have to go through in order to do that. So if we go back to the investor side of things, there's been a really good panel of lenders that have come back for buying properties through limited companies at the moment. So, you know, historically, a lot of people were buying uh, properties in their personal name, but now people are doing it limited company for better tax relief on the interest of the mortgage. Uh, but especially in the last week, well, week to two weeks, we've seen over 19 uh, new lenders come to the market uh, for buying in limited companies. And of course, some very, very attractive rates at the moment. For example, you've got 1.99% for five-year fixed. Uh, that's with the mortgage works. And also a 2.65% uh, available. Uh, that's with uh, precise uh, mortgages. Uh, that's on a two-year fixed as well. But if you had looked at this six months ago, there were very, very limited uh, lenders out there and the rates were astronomical um, and you know deposits were a lot higher as well. So uh, talking of uh, deposits and loan to value, there's also been a huge number of 80% loan to value uh, mortgage products out there which as we all know with investors if you're looking to get as much money out the deal later on um, and you don't want to sort of go to 75% loan to value uh, there's now a good 35 lenders that will do 80% loan to value Uh, rates are a bit higher but if you want to get that capital back out uh, to then go again for another investment it's really good but uh, what's your general thoughts on that Dan? I think it's a really good sign because it shows that there's a lot of appetite for lending still and 
for those that are a bit wary of the property market, or oh, is it going to be another drop? Well, this shows you that people are lending, and again, the willingness to lend up to 80% is, is quite a good sign that they've got a lot of confidence. The lenders have got a lot of confidence in the market at the minute. So I think it's a really good sign. Yeah, definitely. no, definitely. No, it's good. And it will get the housing market moving again, I think, yep. especially on the investor side. So For sure. Definitely so. So then that moves us on, guys. So we've had the news updates, and the second part of the show is generally us just identifying a couple of properties that are on the market currently that are, again, going to help potentially hit this tackle this housing crisis so i've got one property that i'm going to swing to now so hopefully you're going to see this on the screen so we have got a basically this is a commercial so i'll look at the commercial properties and this is actually uh, just outside of truro and it is actually uh, on old falmouth road it's for just under a million so again bear with me but there's a lot of development potential here in fact it's currently a, a bungalow but it sits on 0.4 acres of land wow. so there's Good already plot. Yeah, no, it's a lovely, lovely plot there. And there's already outline planning permission. So it doesn't mean there's planning there, but it means that there's outline permission without details, full details, for six units, so six homes, which are ranging from three to four beds. So there's a good opportunity to add some new properties, homes to the Cornish market here, just from this one plot. So yeah, just a little example there. Again, this with the commercials, you're generally going to need to know a lot more with regards to planning, doing your due diligence. Again, we mentioned it previously on the, the Ask Dan and James episode on who needs to be in your power team, planning consultants, surveyors, people like that need to be in part of your team. So if you don't know any of those, by all means, reach out to us. We can um, link you up with people that we use and we, rec we can recommend. But again, great opportunity here to add some value. Each of these properties got their own garage. Private gardens, again, real good location, really close to the centre of Truro too. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think it's got a you know big scope uh, for development there. It's, it's not going to be a cheap one, that's for sure. Uh, you're going to need some money behind you to do it, but I think the end gross development value could be very, very attractive and you could get some really good margins uh, on that for sure. And, of course, it is addressing the Cornwall housing uh, crisis where you can create some more homes for people to live in. And, mm. you know, as we know with this podcast, that's what it's all about. So, sure. very attractive. So, yeah, essentially, we're taking one home, creating six. Exactly. Great Good. opportunity there. So James, it brings you, us over to you. Obviously, you're going to look at the residential property. Yeah, that's it. Um, slightly cheating on this one because there is a bit of commercial, but it is mainly a house on this one. But I spotted this end uh, terrace property that came on the market a couple of days ago. Uh, it has got a very nice, attractive guide price of 120000 which seems very cheap, but that's because it's an auction uh, property uh, going at the end of the month. So generally with auction properties, they do put a nice juicy worm on the hook uh, for people to, uh, you know, get some momentum with interest. But uh, yeah, it's a an eight bed property which was formerly used as a house of multiple occupancy a hmo and it's also got a shop there as well but just as a general uh, overcast on this i would say that you could change the uh, uh, shop subject to planning to move that into uh, residential as well so you could maybe get a separate dwelling on that as well but i i don't think that you would need to spend huge amounts on this because it's already been used as a hmo it's just a shop aspect that i think you would need to uh, spend a bit of money on converting that over but yeah, it's got your standard living room, two kitchens, uh, two shower rooms, um, storage cupboards, ensuite, three uh, toilets in there as well. And I think this could be really, really good uh, for creating, you know, effectively eight new rooms um, for people to live in. Yeah, definitely. One thing I've noticed that it doesn't mention on here is about the HMO license. So it'd be interesting to do a little bit more homework, just checking the, uh, the licensing. Again, ticking on to the auction um, the fact that it's on an auction, yeah, it's great. Mm. It's got a nice juicy hook with regards to what you mentioned there with the 120k 
UK uh, guide price. But what you'll find with auction properties, they, the guide price has to be within 10% of the actual reserve. So the reserve price, so it will be sold for at least 10% over that price. So it's not too bad, it, although it's a, a nice juicy hook, I'm sure, in that I'm sure they're hoping for a, a bidding war on this one for sure. Yeah, definitely. So if I... That kind of gives us the close. There's two opportunities there, guys, for you to look at. Again, these are empty derelict properties. Again, we gave some juicy numbers last uh, last time on the podcast with regards to the properties available that are empty, derelict, and with the number of people on the housing um, on the on the on the waiting list for homes. So we are trying to encourage, help, um, and show people how they can help bridge this gap between empty properties and people on the waiting list for housing. Let's get these properties back to the market and get them get them in use. So that brings us generally to a close for today's podcast. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Um, if you've got anything you want to share with us, how can they do that, James? Uh, quite simply, you go to uh, com. scroll straight to the end, and there's an area there that you can just put your name and your question. And, uh, you know, please any question that comes to your mind you know we are here to help uh, this is a property community and we want to build people and uh, educate them where we can and of course inspire them so it's great to have you involved for sure thank you so much for those who already got in touch as well and again other ways we've got a facebook page cornwall property podcast facebook page get send us a message via that also or you can email us hello at cornwallpropertypodcast.com we'd love to hear from you please subscribe leave us a review hopefully you've enjoyed this we've obviously got other episodes that you can listen back to if you haven't already done so and uh, until next time thank you for listening thanks guys take care bye bye now